filter. Yeah. So the, the point is that you can find a lot of different varieties. There's some places where it rains and it's cloudy all the time, but it's very cool. You know, it gets down into, into the 50s and you can wear jeans. And in those places on the coast where it is super hot, super muggy, like just an incredible amount of humidity. Um, and there's other places on the beach which are still hot, but it's a very dry climate. So you can kind of kind of design your own. It's like it's like sneakers. Why did you not go for the obvious choose your own adventure book? That was that's because that's mold. That's like a series of decisions. This was more of like, hey, I want to customize my sneakers with, um, you know, God, I lost the analogy. Welcome to the, welcome to the hour of rationalization with Mark Bradford, <laughs> where he's just you can make you can make the sneakers whatever whatever you want. Whereas the Choose Your Adventure is like a series of decisions which are going to shape your thing. That's more like uh, moving to Costa Rica to choose your own adventure book. Um, I'm truly enjoying the fact that, that you felt that you had to continue to explain. We're editing all this out in post. Costa Rica Two Ways. I am Ariana Bradford. And I am Mark Bradford. And you're listening to episode two, where we are going to talk about how we chose to live here. Uh, but first, I would like to apologize because we are a little late getting started. My husband was busy chasing a bee around with a jar because... He got caught inside. Open a window. Just open the I, window. I tried. That one was locked, so it required a little more of an intensive uh, relocation effort. And that was ex that was worth the extra time that it, that it took? Absolutely. Bees are pollinators. Without bees, there is no life. I'm sure they're out there throwing you a thank you party as we speak. I don't need their, I don't need their appreciation. They can just do what they do. Just be bees. That's all the thanks I need. Anyway. Today's episode, we are going to be discussing how Mark and I chose uh, to live here in Atenas, not just Costa Rica in general, but Atenas. Um, we felt that this was probably going to be pretty helpful for a couple of reasons. We are going to try very hard to suggest things that work universally for people who may not necessarily just be looking to move to Costa Rica, and some things that we have learned about different um, localities and different provinces here in Costa Rica, um, just in general, for those who think that they might be interested in moving here. So to go into the process, we are going to have to kind of throw that over here to Mark, because as mentioned in the last episode, um, Mark is obsessed with research uh, and more research and um, yeah, just more research. I'm pretty sure he actually might love research more than... Actually doing the thing I'm researching about. Yes, that's correct. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, So that's my, that's my favorite part. The letdown, oh, I've done it. No, now you need to go find something else <laughs> Now I need to research. find something else to research and then try to talk to Ariana about at 9.30 at night while she's trying to sleep. So Mark was the one who handled actually the first part of this and um, I'm going to let him let him, uh, not, not encourage him, but let him, because I am the one in charge here. I'm going to let him. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very sarcastic laugh there, Mark. What was, uh, what was that all about? I heard something really funny. Uh, jerk. Anyway, uh, Mark is going to talk a little bit here about what his research process was in terms of finding places. I know that first we started out, and, and I know that I was a part of, of this, so I can, I can mention this, that we started out making a list of things we wanted, right? That, that was our first thing. Yeah. I mean, I think we, I think you have to start internally, right? I, mean, I think that the, the, the temptation is um, go to Google and type in, 
what is the best place to live in Costa Rica? And um, you will get lots of results. There's tons, tons of articles and people with their own opinions and things like that. But that's not going to help you figure out what's the best place for you. Um, so rather than kind of letting external people, you know, shape your opinion about what, how you want to spend your life, I'd recommend making a list of the things that matter to you on, you know, on a daily basis, like um, climate convenience, right? You want to be close to a city where you can kind of buy most things that you need, or you want to live a more, more of a rural life, right? Where there's a lot more, more privacy. Um, beach versus the, versus like the mountains or like said before a city, you know, kind of think like what, what would the environment be like? What would you be seeing? Um, and then lifestyle, right? Are you someone who's really social? And so, especially being an expat, it's, it takes, it's hard enough to make friends as an adult. Let's be honest. <laughs> it's especially with kids. Cause I think there's the prerequisite of like, Oh, how old are your kids? And you know, if their kids are like teenagers and you've got elementary kids, just like, Oh God, what are we going to talk awkward. about? What are they going to talk about? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, I guess, I guess I can babysit, but we can't hang out. And so like when you, when you're an expat, obviously there's just a lot less people who are going to speak your native language. Obviously it's, we wanted to try to, make friends with locals, with Ticos as well. Um, but socializing in a second language is exhausting. And so some people have certain levels of socialization that they're going to want kind of just built into their community, their local community, where, they, where they're encountering people on a regular basis. Um, financial, right? People have different budgets. And so that's obviously another important thing to factor in, right? If you could probably get something close to perfect, but not everybody has a budget for that. And so we, that's what we did. We just wrote down like, hey, what are the areas? I just want to, I'm sorry to interrupt. Nope, I'm, 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 I'm on a roll. <laughs> I'm actually not, I'm actually not sorry to interrupt. I, I was going to say sorry to interrupt, but I realized it's you and, and therefore I am not sorry to interrupt. I, uh, I, you are never sorry to interrupt. I'm never sorry to interrupt. That is true. It's a total lie. I actually was just going to point out that those are all great things, um, but for me, I was also focused on social climate, obviously, because I, I was leaving a country where the social climate was becoming more and more tense, um, especially for people who looked like me, more and more virulent and less and less stable. And so that is a very important thing to also look at because beautiful hills are, are great and all, but you know, then if you're walking into town and people are looking at you sideways and trying to charge you more because you're black or because you're white or whatever, that is a problem too. So social climate was also really big. And Mark, you also kind of forgot to bring up the whole attitude towards work was very important to you too. Like attitude towards family and work. That's true. I felt like that was encompassed in our decision to like go somewhere else and live a different lifestyle rather than the, the locality, the specific location. But that makes sense. I'm just going to say you forgot it. I did not forget. Forget. You forgot it. You forgot it. And I remind it. You, you, <laughs> you word good. We <laughs> speak pretty. <laughs> so please continue. Where were you? I forgot. Um, I, 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 ah! I forget it. <laughs> You forget it. <laughs> so what you were saying is after you looked into all of those things, you started yeah, to cross-reference them with places that matched what we were looking for in those uh, in those particular criteria. Yeah, it was like, it was uh, categories and then kind of what would that, for each of those categories, what would you want specifically or ideally? And then, and then when you do your research and you read those articles about best places to live, you've kind of already formed your opinion of what you're looking for and you're looking for the ones that match, right? And mm -hmm. so for us, um, for example, weather, right? Because one interesting thing about Costa Rica is it's got like 14 or something different microclimates. It's, it's for a country- I feel like it's gotta be even more than that. It, pro probably, <laughs> like you walk on the street, you're like, we... <laughs> I'm in a new microclimate. <laughs> We've been in like one neighborhood and it's been nice and cool and breezy and then literally driven maybe five minutes down the road and it is like living so on the surface of the sun. 
Yeah, it's ridiculous. So I feel like it's more than that. But four, 14, I think, is what they say officially. Yeah. So sure. the, the point is that you can find a lot of different varieties. There's some places where it rains and it's cloudy all the time, but it's very cool. You know, it gets down into, into the 50s and you can wear jeans. And then there's places on the coast where it is super hot, super muggy, like just an incredible amount of humidity. Um, and there's other places on the beach which are still hot, but it's a very dry climate. So you can kind of kind of design your own. It's like it's like sneakers. <laughs> Why did you not go for the obvious choose your own adventure book? That was that's because that's mold. That's analogy. like a series of decisions. This was more of like, hey, I want to customize my sneakers with, um, you know. God, I lost the analogy. Welcome to the, welcome to the hour of rationalization with Mark Bradford. <laughs> Where he's just you can make you can make the sneakers whatever whatever you want. Whereas the Choose Your Adventure is like a series of decisions which are going to shape your thing. That's more like uh, moving to Costa Rica to choose your own adventure book. Um, I'm truly enjoying the fact that that you felt that you had to continue to explain. We're editing all this out in post. This is all going. Anyway, um, so back to let's see, where are we going to start from? Yeah. So, like, basically, um, as you as you read those articles and as you hear people's descriptions, now you've got your frame of reference to say, oh yeah, that matches what I was looking for. Put that on my list. Or you you hear the ones you're like, nope, that is not what I want at all. That sounds awful. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Or at least that sounds um, very different than what I wanted. And then you know after you do all that. Mark did, like I said, a ton of research and there were places that were very popular amongst expats that we, that just didn't appeal to us. Like, for example, a lot of people, when they think of Costa Rica, think of the beaches. Um, and I'm trying not to let my beach snob flow through here, but I'm from Florida oh. and we have really we have a lot of problems in florida listen i'm not saying that florida doesn't have a lot of shitty issues but the beaches are legit and the costa rican beaches are, are pretty they're beautiful but if you're thinking i'm going to head to this white sand beach that's just framed by palm trees and blue water everywhere and you're really not going to get that in any place except for maybe the Caribbean side. Yeah. So those are things where we kind of made sure that we looked into things other than just those articles. And I am referring to expat forums. <laughs> <laughs> and the expat forums are a double-edged sword in that kind of like just social media in general is a double-edged sword. Oh, yeah. That it's great because it brings... Yeah, because, I mean, it brings people together. Like, you know, like imagine if you're trying to make life out. decisions based upon YouTube comments. That's pretty much what it is. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty much. It's it's like you're on this website, you know, and, and people are going to give a lot of good info. Mm -hmm. But expat forums are also full of, like, old people who have never even been to Costa Rica, but for some reason have decided that they hate it here because... I don't know, their ex-wife left them for a dude that moved here or something. And so you have to take a lot of things with a grain of salt there. But it is very, very helpful. And we joined, I want to say, pretty much as soon as we knew we were going to move here. Yeah. So we got to read we got to read a lot of very good information and a lot of <laughs> probably about a year. Um, but one of the things that was great was reading real people's opinions on living in these places that were overrun with expats. So that really kind of helped us, I think, in a big way too. I mean, that and the fact that I, 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 I felt like I was trying to leave North America. I didn't want to just come to North America light. So that also helped. But yeah, in terms of, um, yeah. One interesting <laughs> thing to me was, um, after a while, especially because certain names become recognizable, um, like certain individuals on those on those forums, or just certain personas become recognizable. Like all of a sudden, it isn't just like, well, what are they say? What are they saying? Okay, that's a new piece of information. It's uh, 
who is saying that and who has that opinion. Exactly. And all of a sudden you, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah you, you kind of come, you kind of come to know who you should trust, who you should trust and who you shouldn't. Or who has the um, same values that you do. Like there's some people who exactly. I'm sure if one person were to read it, they'd be like, Oh yeah, that makes absolute sense. That's what I want. Um, whereas I would read it and have a completely different reaction. So, um, there's, and some of these people that you can't stand, it's really helpful to know where they live so that you're <laughs> like, will I possibly have this person as a, as a neighbor and can I handle that? So that's also extremely helpful. Yeah. But there's probably well over a dozen, uh, Facebook groups based upon, expats or you know being an expat in costa rica or moving there they all kind of blur together kind of like to me like i couldn't even really describe they yeah they do they they totally blur together because you know um if anybody shows any interest we could totally share the groups that we're in with you but they do become kind of a mishmash because you start kind of hearing like the same things over and over again and kind of annoyingly you start hearing the same questions over and over again after a while but it is a great, great way to learn. And really, if you're like, that's not really my scene, I don't really like to, to chit chat with those, you don't really have to talk. No. I didn't talk much at all, except for when I got into, when I got into it with one guy and just purposely annoyed him until he blocked me, but that was a different story. Other than that, I generally don't tend to comment, but I read. And those posts that I read were probably some of the most helpful. Yeah. Yeah. And so weren't those groups essentially what pushed us to start checking into the Central Valley or was it something else that had you interested in it first? Yeah, I, mean, I think that's a good segue. It's just, if you just look at Costa Rica and obviously... Thank you. you I'm very good at segues. <laughs> I'm going to get you a segue now. That's, your, that's our 10-year anniversary <laughs> gift is to be a segue. Watch me fall and bust my ass. This sounds like more of a gift for you than for me, to be honest. It totally is. <laughs> so, right in that sweet segue over to the next topic, um, right different areas of Costa Rica. Sense. Tell me if you think, if, if you would agree with this, but I think you've basically got the northern Guanacaste area, especially, which is primarily beaches. You've got the Central Valley area, which refers to the kind of area, including San Jose which is the capital and kind of the surrounding cities. It's, it is just like this massive, massive valley where you've got much mm -hmm. overall, much more mild temperatures because it's a much higher elevation. Then you've got the Brazilodon region, which is I think the biggest city outside of the Central Valley. Second largest city in the entire country. Well, technically it's not because- And that's like, San Isidro de General is the largest city. But Ezeladon is the canton. Also known as Brazeladon because there's about three dozen San Isidros. <laughs> San Isidro del Genal is within. One hilarious thing to, to me about Costa Rica is how they're just like, eh, 10 city names is enough. We'll just renew, reuse them. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, that is, that is a good point. If you come down here after looking into San Isidro del General, uh, del Rafael, uh, just make sure that you actually tell people which San Isidro because I think pretty much every canton, and I'm probably saying that word wrong and someone's going to make fun of me for it, but I'm pretty sure every canton has, canton, canton, has a San Isidro. Pretty sure every single one. Yeah, has. well, it's like the patron, patron saint of farmers, so he's big here. Ah, it's kind of a big, I didn't know that. kind of a big deal over here. Learned a thing. Okay. Then you got the South Pacific, which is like kind of south of Manuel Antonio. So Dominical, Ovita, Ojocal, Ojocal. I can't say that one. Ojocal, I think. Ojocal. I think that's, I think that's how it's said. Um, and then kind of going down into the Osa Peninsula, where that's like straight up lots of jungle, super large amounts of wildlife, but it's also the most humid and it's pretty remote too. Right. Also, if you ever join any of these groups, don't ever, ever, ever call Costa Rica an island. That's a big mistake. So, it's it's so myth. So many people. <laughs> Listen, I was not good at geography as a kid, and I will constantly make fun of myself for that. But even I know that Costa Rica is not an island. It is not an island. And if you call Costa Rica an island in any of these groups, you will never get the answers to the questions you came to ask <laughs> because they will just make fun of you 
until you delete your post. Just don't do it. You have to just turn your head around in shame and be like, well, I guess, <laughs> just, just I, guess I can't move there now. <laughs> just don't do it. It's, it's as smart. Like, I mean, I don't think you have to call it an isthmus. It's like on the SAT more. where you get points for writing your name. If you do, if you fail that one, like you should probably just stop. Because you got a full on zero. You didn't even do that part right. Just for don't call it an island. People take that really seriously. But uh, yeah, so this is, so as Mark so helpfully pointed out, there are a bunch of different main areas that you could wind up in, and we really liked the Central Valley for a few reasons, and. Um, I would tell Mark to stop me if I'm wrong, but then he'll just stop me every two words because I can already see on his face that's what he was thinking of doing. Anyway. Wrong. We... <laughs> Lies. We... Never happened. Oh, you know, when I was saying those marriage vows seven years ago, I don't remember there being anything about me having to put up with you being a pain in my ass. Where was that part? Well, I hadn't learned, you, I hadn't learned Trump debate styles yet. You know, that was, <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't yet a thing. Sad. Sad. Yeah. Oh, um, I forgot sad. <laughs> How did I forget sad? I'm sure he'll find a moment to yell that at me at some point today, too. I will. But, um, but we fell, so, we fell in. Well, hold on. At first we yeah. didn't. I think it's worth pointing out is that. Well, we did have it on our short list. The Central Valley was on our short list. That's true. Yep. We were stuck between two areas. We were stuck between the Central Valley, which uh, Mark brought up earlier. That is the more you know central. It's not actually central. Is it, is it also a valley? Though. Listen, you actually did say it's a valley, and I wasn't sarcastic. And now here you are. You see what I mean? Anyway, so it was between that and it was also between that Perezeladon, San Isidro de Hena. It actually is pretty pretty central. Okay. Thank you. Yes. Great. Hey, anybody who wants to listen to this episode episode much slower, (laughs) (laughs) it's not. I'm going to just start from the start of my part again. Okay? Okay. Anyway, so we had actually added the Central Valley area and the Perez-Zeladon San Nacinto de Hinalal area to our shortlist for separate reasons, uh, but also some that were pretty similar. Both were supposed to have amazing weather. Both were supposed to have a lot of greenery, um, great views, which were very, very important. And probably one of our biggest things is that, as Mark mentioned, as expats, you don't have a lot of people you know. So because you don't have a lot of people you know, you know, you want a community that you can kind of either easily build or insert yourself into. And in both of these places, we had connected with people who were building communities, Mm -hmm. which was extremely helpful. And then, you know, we had also come to know people who lived in both areas. Um, So we, we had this already kind of this in into some sort of community and connection. And then we actually came down to Scout February of 2021, February of this year. And um, during that time, right before we came down, we actually made a list of a bunch of localities that we were going to uh, visit. And as I mentioned before, we agreed that we were not going to treat it as a vacation, that it was going to be what it would be like if we were going to be busy running errands every day and doing things every day. And then we got to the airport the day we were supposed to fly out and missed our flight. So (laughs) the trip, the trip was already off to a rollicking start, especially since before we had walked in the door, I told Mark, I said, if anything goes wrong on this trip, I'm not doing it. And then we missed our flight. Which was amazing because if and you we, did, you turned to me. You're like, "Oh, uh, is this it? Oh, <laughs> uh, here it goes. I'm not doing it." But it was very, very simple for us to actually just rebook. Yep. We left the next day, and we landed in SJO, which is the capital um, 
Well, San Jose is the capital. SJO is not even actually it's in San Jose. Aloela. Yeah, it's in Aloela, um, which is about 40 minutes from us. 30, about 40 45, minutes from us, something yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And uh, then we drove out here to Atenas, and this is actually the first place we stayed. Not only that, we are on the same, we are now renting a place which is on the same street that we stayed. And it's not like a big street, it's a little dead end, actually. But yeah, we, we basically picked a, a home base to use, and then we had mapped out um, places that we're going to drive to and visit each day. And I think that was a really effective way to, I mean, obviously you're not going to learn everything, but you could kind of drive in, we'd go to the central, you know, the central of each area, um, downtown where you'll see there's typically a church, there's typically a park, um, usually a school, some kind of a soccer field, something like that. And use that as a place to park and walk around, just kind of get an overall feel for the city um, or barrio or whatever it is that you're checking out. And that was pretty darn efficient in that there are some places we'd go and be like, nope, I think one place we got out of the, we got out of the car, it was really, really cold. And we're like, no, this is not what I want at all. And it was starting to rain and it kind of smelled like pee and like the kids had just gotten out of the car and they were so pissed at us because they were tired of being in the car. They'd been in the car for like 45 minutes at that point. And we got out as soon as our feet hit ground. We we're like, nah, nah, kids back in the car. And they were like, what? We didn't even get out to walk around. We were just like, that's, that's enough. But that being said, that still actually was not enough uh, to give us the accurate depiction of where we were going to live. I think it was... I because think it was enough to eliminate places. I don't think it was enough to select a place. No, no. But well, I was going to bring that up because remember when we first came down here, I actually did not like Athenas. I remember. Yeah, we walked around the downtown and you're yeah, like, eh. I got... Yeah, I was like, this is lame. <laughs> I want to I go someplace bigger. Or can we go someplace bigger? And then we did wind up someplace bigger. And then I imagined having to drive around in that bigger place where y'all traffic is crazy down here. Traffic is just, I don't, so I do understand kind of where it comes from. So you guys kind of get an understanding of why it is the way that it is down here. A lot of people down here are first generation drivers. It wasn't until very recently that people started to be able to buy their own personal cars. So everyone down here drives like we are in the Mad Max Redux and it's terrifying. <laughs> and then you add with that, that a lot of people cross streets down here, like, I swear to God, I don't think anybody in Costa Rica has ever played Frogger. Because people just are like, oh, there's a street, should I wait? Nah. And then they walk, especially in downtown areas, and you almost run into people like 15,000 times. I have only driven twice since moving down here. The driver is usually Mark, because driving, and, and especially driving in concentrated centros stresses me out it scares me i i um, find it's a bit yeah. like a video game i've kind of come to enjoy it <laughs> see okay <laughs> i i kind of like it um i yeah you would i i that's because you you i don't know how you do it but you don't stress like in the moment i'm sorry but there have been times where you have started to go and someone has decided at that exact same moment to walk out in front of our car and you have just put on the brakes and haven't even like no yelling, no swearing. They're just like, all right, cool. That's, that's a thing. Meanwhile, I'm over in the passenger. You're actually getting more annoyed at me in the passenger seat because I'm like gasping and about to cry. <laughs> yeah, you're stressing me out. Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing a video game here. Um, <laughs> I'm about to level up. So, you know, you have to be, if you're going to live in a larger place, you do have to keep things like that in, in mind. And even visiting these places, keep in mind, like Mark said, that is a good way to decide that you don't want something. But to decide that you do want something is... You're, you're not going to be able to, to just do that just by like an initial visit. I yeah, think. because when you when you do the elimination process, I wouldn't say you eliminated Atenas. You're just like, eh, it didn't, you just, you just didn't love it, right? Like there was other places that's like true. the one that's the true. one we, were in, we got out and got back in 
Like that was a very visceral, strong, immediate decision. Atenas is just like it just like right. didn't really impress you. Was the impression I got? Is that, is that accurate? If I what? I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. I saw something on my phone. <laughs> sorry. What was it? What? What? Just go ahead. Say it again. <laughs> my, my description of your reaction to Atenas was it didn't really impress you. It's not like you hated it. It's not like you were yeah. like. Yeah. Is that fair? Well, that's that. That's very fair, and and I can say right now because I know that a lot of people will be like this. It was because I made, and and Mark and I want to do a whole episode in the future about the mistakes that we made. But just touching on one that I made is I came down here in my mind thinking that there was something that I was going to want, and I kind of judged off that, and it messed with my actual impression of what turned out to be a great. Small town, great small city. Um, But because of that, because in my head, you know, I love New York City, for example. It's a city that belongs to my heart. I usually enjoy big cities. I was like, oh, no, I want to live. I want to live in a big city. I want to live someplace that's going to be more cosmopolitan without realizing that I was judging everything by, like, U.S. standards, too. I was thinking, you know, big city U.S. is going to be different from big city Costa Rica and same with small town versus small town. So you're, you're correct. I, I went in there saying, like, oh, I'm just not, I'm not impressed. Um, and I think, you know, but I, I, hadn't, I hadn't decided I did not. No, you didn't eliminate it. Out, absolutely want to live here. I was just like, nah, it's moved down yeah. the list. Um, and then we went to, we spent our first week around the Central Valley area, did a little beach day just, just as, a, mm-hmm. you know, as a fun, it's kind of like a fun, relaxed day. Um, and then mm-hmm. saw most of the cities in the Central Valley area. We had to eliminate mm-hmm. uh, one travel thing because of our last day. Um, and we also tried, I think, I think it's worth talking about like the Escazu Santa Ana area, because I think for a lot of people who do consider yes. Costa Rica, um, that's one that they'll hear about a lot. They will. And so here, here's the thing. If you are more into the whole cosmopolitan city thing, um, Escazu, Santa Ana, and San Jose are probably going to be the most cosmopolitan you're going to get. Um, you are going to find um, much bigger houses, much larger developments. And, and in, the way, in some ways, in the, on the positive side, you're going to find more schools. Oh, yeah. You're going to find a lot more specialists. You know, you're going to find a lot more English-speaking professionals because they're used to dealing with gringos who, who move there. A lot more shopping um, options. You're going to probably find a lot more services that you might need there. But on the negative side, and this was, this was it only took one day in Santa Ana traffic for Mark and I to be like, we ain't, we ain't doing this. This is, this is a no. Nope. Uh, you are going to have more people. Worse rush hour. Things, the prices are going to be higher there way higher. Um, and that's for housing, for food, for pretty much everything, because they are more expensive areas. Well, and this um, goes back, this goes yeah. back to what we talked about, talked about at the beginning was one of my frameworks. One of the things I really, really wanted was a more relaxed, less stressful lifestyle and mm-hmm. getting caught in Santa Ana traffic for an hour to drive which should have been a five minute drive. Um, I was like, I was like, no, that's not, that is, that is not stress-free. You know, we talked about like, I can, I can handle the stressful part about like uh, people weaving in and out and, you know, two lanes suddenly be cut down to one because a truck decided to park in a, you know, in an actual lane, but just sitting in deadlock or gridlock traffic. No, that's, that's not fun for me. Um, and, and, and people, and, and native Ticos down here, by the way, super sweet in person on the road, they, they hate you on the road. They hate you. Like Mark had to get aggressive to even get into the line to get just to, just to get into the gridlock for us to wait to get on straight up game of chicken. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Um, and also I didn't feel, I kind of still felt like I was in 
um, North America light. You know, I, right. I didn't see the same amount of nature. No, there are, there are areas where you can get greenery around Santa Ana Escazú, but you pay a, an absolute premium for that. Absolutely. You get, you have to pay a lot. And on top of that, you know, you, you touch on a good thing. Like it's really weird deciding that you're going to leave coming down to Costa Rica and then going to eat at Taco Bell. Or Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> or, or Olive Garden, which they actually did have. And I was like, I kind of want to go in there just so that I could be like, yeah, I went to Costa Rica and I ate it and all of No. You know, it's, it's very weird making that, that kind of choice. And, you know, if that's what you want to do, you do you, but that just wasn't what we wanted. So yeah, that, that didn't quite fit. And, um, yeah, you know, so when we looked around the Central Valley, actually, there were a couple cities we were really, really into. Um, one of them was, uh, what was the, Orotina, mm -hmm. right? Or technically San Mateo, which is right, the, the next biggest city, town, whatever, is Orotina. And there was a development near there that we were thinking of moving to. Um, and I think that especially in a place like Costa Rica, what we did would be a very good plan for you. Wherever you decide to go or wherever you're thinking of going, add that place to your weather app. Because that's how we ultimately decided we did not want two places that we were very interested in. And that was San Mateo and San mm -hmm. Ramon. Um, San Mateo, because it was too hot. We would look at it at night and be like, it's 84 degrees. <laughs> at night and for some people that might sound great but we did not want that and for San Ramon it's like what like one night it got to like 57 degrees yeah. which was very Portland yeah <laughs> we were kind of like we left Portland specifically for that so too cold so that is an excellent thing to do because it helped us kind of keep track to make sure that it was a it was weather that we could actually yeah. handle. So then go ahead, Mark. What happened after the central? Then we went to Are you falling asleep was, on me? Well you said go ahead. I was like, oh God, what if, what am I doing now? You caught me off guard. Podcast hot potato. Um podcast. <laughs> so then we, we spent uh, a, almost a week out in the Perez area. And that was, once again, there was kind of a community out there, development community that caused us to focus on that area. Um, I noticed that like early on, we really gravitated towards those kind of places because they kind of had the dream all packaged, right? I think it's so overwhelming to move to another country. And when you've got a place that has, you know, the brochures and it has the story and the description of like what your life is going to be like, it's very easy to imagine yourself there and they address a lot of the concerns, a lot of the things that you'd have. Um, as usual, the reality is going to be, can often be very different than that um, glossy brochure. And I think that's a bit what happened with us is that like we both, we both were really attracted to these things. We spent some time there. And then, like, it's like, oh no, this is just this, this is just another place to live with its own pros and cons. No, you're you're right. Again, I think it was a situation where we had in our minds. As actually, I seem to remember that that particular place was where we really, really wanted yeah, to be. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we had, yeah, we had pretty much decided that we were going to be living mm -hmm. there, and. We had stars in our eyes when we got there, and frankly, I think if it hadn't been, if it hadn't been for time and for some other things kind of being on our side, I think we would have dropped money. Yeah, on this I'd place, agree. we we absolutely would have because. And, and to be fair, Perez Aledon, uh, even if you decide not to live there, the views in Perez Aledon, especially in the mountains, absolutely Incredible. gorgeous, just so great. And depending on where you're at you can see uh, the city uh, and then you can turn around and see valleys and it's, it's so great. Um, and we were, we were ready like to move there. Our kids loved it there. Um, it is definitely more tropical um, during mm -hmm. what's supposed to be the dry season. They still rained like every day, but it was amazing there. And um, the, 
ultimate reason why we wound up not staying there, and this is kind of the negative side of, of Pureza Ladon and, and being in that area, is um, it is the second largest city in the country, uh, rather San Isidro is, and, and that whole area is, is very well spread out, but it's far. <laughs> it's far from the closest uh, airport. You're talking mm-hmm. four and a half hours, only using well, mountain passes, maybe? Yeah, so Google will say it's a little over three, actually. Yeah, but... Yeah, they don't. Google doesn't go by Puerto, by Puerto Rican time. Jesus, by Costa Rican time. By island uh, time. Yeah. Yeah, island time, which is which is basically like, you know, you're you're more than likely going to be behind a couple trucks, and you're yep. all on one road, so you're going to be driving super slow on mountain passes, and they're windy. And if you're us, you have a little girl in the back who gets car sick yeah. for some reason who won't fall asleep, even though you gave her some damn Dramamine. So, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a long trip and we wanted to come back to at least see family uh, pretty regularly. So you're talking about a, a, at least a four and a half hour drive to do that for me. It's three hours if you're filming a car commercial. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, then you're, you're not even for me, like one of the biggest things was... Uh, the closest hospital, major hospital, was 40 minutes away, uh, which was uncomfortable for me. And looking into schools, really, there was only one school that really spoke to us. So there weren't a lot of options for well, us there. Like in the part of the Prozillodon Valley, because the valley is pretty right. big too, right? Right, right, right. In the part of the valley that we were looking at, that was the only one within 30 minutes. The other one was more like an hour. Yeah. So, so each way. You know, yeah. So we were, we were... We were really struggling there with how far everything was. It was just so far. And that's one of the things that we've actually come to love about being in a tennis is a tennis is uh, Mark loves to use the word strategically placed. Um, It is literally 45 minutes to an hour from almost everything. Um, The closest hospital is 25 minutes away, but they do have like a personal ambulance service here in town that's you know, you pay for a membership and, and it's not much actually for a whole family. And, you know, they can take care of things that don't involve a hospital. Um, there's a lot of different private schools here on top of public schools. A lot of things walkable. Um, and, you know, if we want to get to the airport to go see family, we just go to that SJO airport we told you about. And, and that's not a far drive. At yeah. All. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's going back to talk about making, you know, picking the categories and saying, okay, this is what I'd like. I think one mistake is people can use the lens of things that they want on vacation versus, mm-hmm. versus like, Hey, what do I actually do in my everyday life? Because exactly. even when you move to Costa Rica, you know, it goes back to your daily routine and there's things that you need to do. You need to be able to go grocery shopping and see doctors. And, you know, if you want to travel, to, to visit family or have people come see you, like all of those things um, need to be factored in to that vision that you're creating. This isn't like, if I could be on, if I could be on vacation forever, what would that look like? Because <laughs> that's just not possible. That's not how it works. Yeah, because this is not going to happen. Like, honestly, since moving here, we just went to the beach for the first time once. <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, we, we haven't really been to many beaches. Actually, I think the place we've been to the most, besides the school, obviously, to drop the kids off, is the bank. <laughs> That's yep. honestly where we've been the most. <laughs> it's to the freaking bank. So, you know, we, we like, it, if you don't make sure that you're, like, central to a lot of things, it becomes a pain in the ass. And maybe you don't care. Maybe you're one of those people who wants to, like, keep your cash up under your mattress and, you know, you're planning on growing all of your own food and never going to the grocery store. And then, you know, this, I guess this kind of useless and sorry, we wasted your time. But otherwise, if you're planning on living like a life, a daily life, then, you know, you want to take that into account. So for you, um, Mm -hmm. seeing this this podcast is called Costa Rica Two Ways. If you were to sum it up for you, so with your personality, you, you, uh, cosmopolitan, um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, I'm 
So no, I'm sitting here in, in, in sweatpants because I forgot to do laundry and I am like in a cone of boob sweat right now because I tried to shoot downstairs, but it's slowly getting hotter and hotter in our house. Super cosmopolitan, just like an episode of Sex in the City. It's amazing. Um, okay, so city girl, why <laughs> did you choose this quaint city of Atenas? Uh, because that's ultimately where we wound up renting. No. Um, so just to give a little bit of a background before I give my answer. Oh, God. Shut up. You're going to be an epilogue at the end? And then Mark was never seen again. That's the epilogue. Uh, so when we ultimately decided that we were going to move down here initially, we were going to do what is suggested of everyone, uh, and I would highly suggest it as well, which is that you rent first. You don't buy first. And actually, when you first come down, wherever, whatever city you decide you're going to rent in first, don't do it online. Do it in person. Mm-hmm. Because there, there are things like suicide showers down here, which um, is like electrical wiring in the shower. I think it's to help you get hot water. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, it's, basi- it's basically that. like a hot water heater installed into your shower head with complete with electric wiring in the shower. <laughs> so you do want to do that. And also because this country is still transitioning um, between cable and fiber and really fast internet you don't always want to just hear oh yeah we can get it we can get fast internet you want to be able to bring like a phone or a computer and yeah. test the internet yourself yep. so we had decided initially that we were going to just rent here and that we were going to decide in a year and honestly after being down here just for a few weeks i knew and i knew because I needed to find a doctor to refill some medication. I was able to do that, and that doctor was, what, five minutes from us. Mm-hmm. The kids' school, uh, no matter where we are pretty much, is like seven to ten minutes, except for, you know, in, in morning traffic, and even then it's like, what, 15, 20. Um, yeah. Everything was just nearby. The uh, <laughs> Shortly after we got here, we decided to visit Grecia, which is a larger, busier city because they have a larger feria, which is their, their uh, farmer's market, and... Just watching Mark trying to drive through there, I'm pretty sure I had like multiple heart attacks. So downtown Athena's, I feel like I could actually probably drive through because there are people crossing streets and everything, but it's nowhere near as many. It's not as busy. And, you know, I I just realized that I was... (laughs) (laughs) I know that guy. Yeah, I don't know who this guy is, but he drives by every day with sticks on the back of his truck. And no, like he's, he's collecting what junk. What is it? He he's says, collecting bring, junk. Yeah, he's like, oh. bring me the baterias malas. So like he's, people put out their, not trash, but like junk type stuff. So he's like an ice cream man, but for trash. Yeah. And instead yeah. of giving you trash, you give him trash. So he's not like an ice cream man at all, technically. Not at all. I don't know. <laughs> The only part of your, every man in a truck is an ice cream man, Ari. It makes things super awkward because everyone drives trucks down she's, here. Just she's like... tried to buy a, a fudsicle from an armed truck and was nearly, she was nearly shot, everyone. I'm just walking up to multiple trucks. Like, ¿Puedo comprar helado? It's, a lot of people don't like me down here now. Um, but, but going back to what I was saying, um, it just kind of has everything we need, and it has it in a much more easily accessible, compact package than we could get anywhere else. Plus, we have been able to build our own community here quite quickly, which was not something that I would have expected from a smaller town, but we can. So More, more accessible, compact package. That sounds like me describing why I decided to start dating you. <laughs> I was actually expecting a penis joke, so I'm really proud of you for going down that that path. Good for you. What do you like? She's just a really accessible, compact package, and, you know, I I get everything I want. I don't know about accessible. Depends on how tired (laughs) and hungry I am, and I'm I'm not very accessible at all. But, yeah, you know, it's just Athena's for us. And obviously, no matter what we say here, your mileage may vary. Like, you may come down to Athena's and be like, Mark, Ariana, you liars. It was boring. I hated it. And that's fine. Um, but for me, 
what I wanted, I grew up in the suburbs. Mark calls me city girl because he grew up on a farm and everything larger than like two buildings is a city. You're awful lot of stoplights here. <laughs> <laughs> you have a TGI Fridays? Ooh, look at you, Miss Big Lady. Yeah, I, I but I, I'm not a city person. I grew up in a suburb, in a small suburb. And ultimately, that's what a tannist feels like without the massive amounts of judgment and really weird hatred for poor people. You walk away from this taking nothing else. When you decide, if you decide, to become an expat, to move to another country, you have to be open to being wrong. Yeah. But uh, what about uh, what about you, Mark? I mean, I know overall why you wanted to come visit here. Uh, but tell me why, in the end, you kind of said, you know what, I'm not going to want to live anywhere else. This is where I want to be. I can sum it up in one in a single word, which would be balance. And actually, a, um, a friend of ours, our realtor, it's funny, she uses the same terminology as to why she likes Atenas. Atenas is um, a great balance of, of everything, right? It's got whether it's not too hot, it's not too cold. It's more rural, right? In fact, if we, if we talked, we've got some Costa Rican friends and they call it, you know, the country. Like, Atenas is the country to them. Um, it is. <laughs> <laughs> to them, that's so funny. I forgot about that. That's true. Uh, but it's true. I mean, like, you'll see, you know, you'll be driving along, you'll see houses, then you'll see cows. Like, they're just kind of... You see cows, yes. You do see, you see cows and horses. Horses and, and there's people who drive around with an ox cart. Um, <laughs> like... So, but then it has a, a nice grocery store and, you know, a, like three good options for private schooling and all the things you need kind of like a daily, you know, day-to-day life. It has like a strong Tico population of people who are just going about their everyday life, but there's also a, a good enough expat community. But it's also an expat community that isn't like, they don't like all huddle together. So you can kind of, just kind of dispersed in part of the, of the local community. Okay. For me too, uh, the permaculture aspect was big, and I like it. There was um, a number of uh, bodies, like creeks and, and rivers flowing through, so I felt like water would be, especially if we lived on or near one of those, which we did, which that's what we'll be doing. And the weather was conducive to, to growing food. We are the Atenas of couples. So that cinches it up for us. Like I said, if you're not going to take anything else from this, just remember that you have to be open to things changing, and that you have to be open to sometimes finding a balance as part of a couple. Um, so, Mark, why don't you go ahead and say goodbye? Goodbye, Mark. I'll take that. It's better than last time. <laughs> and uh, I am Ariana, and we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for checking in. Hey, y'all, this is just a friendly reminder that Costa Rica Two Ways is first and foremost an entertainment podcast. So please do all the research you need to make sure that this is for you before you decide to become an expat. If you want to keep up with us, you totally can on multiple different social media channels, and all of those links are in the episode description. You can contact us directly and learn more about us on our website, CR2Ways, with the two spelled out, If you are listening to us on a platform where you can rate and subscribe, please make sure that you rate us and subscribe to us so that more awesome people just like you can find us. See you next time.